Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everybody, we are back with another episode of Midnight on Earth. I'm your host, Jake Weaver, and we're here to bring you more knowledge, more light, and more love. Scott Prentice is here today, an incredible guest. He's going to teach us about a lot of different things, but focusing on breath, the power of breath, breath work, holotropic breath work. The Wim Hof technique, box breath. We're going to talk about how we can activate higher states of consciousness with our own breath. It's going to be really cool. Like no, no drugs except for the ones that are locked in your beautiful biology. So Scott Prentice is here. We're going to talk to him in just a second. But first, I need you to do something for me. Follow me on Instagram. At midnight underscore on underscore earth. That is the address. You can follow me there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you go to get your podcasts, click the button that connects us. Find it, click it, and then you know exactly what's going on. And of course, tell a friend. Tell someone that you know that loves these type of podcasts your friends, your family members. They want to know about the Wim Hof technique. They want to know how to trip on oxygen. You know these people. 
like the person that you know that would want to know about tripping on oxygen talk to that person bring them here midnight on earth.com okay <laughs> super stoked to be back and super stoked to talk to scott today i gotta read his bio so here we go scott prentice is a passionate creative artist and soul connecting healer who has traveled the world seeking personal growth through his experiences. He has gained insight into self empowerment, love acceptance, and gratitude. These skills have enabled him to make meaningful contributions to the lives of others. And he continues to strive for personal growth and spiritual development. Scott is out there teaching people all over and we're going to talk all about this scott hello thank you so much for being here yeah thank you very much for having me it's well, a pleasure we're going to talk about this really cool stuff this is something we have not covered yet on this podcast there is a way to tap into higher states of consciousness by controlled breathing tell me about this scott well, it, it really is um, some, it's a technique that does allow you to tap in and really align yourself with your higher self or your inner being, whatnot, that allows then to facilitate more manifestations in your life by being connected to the inner or the higher self. It's, um, and I find that in breath work, I haven't always found it in breath work. It's because when you start to transform and really transition out of a lower state of resonance that we're living in here, it's like we all start to build. And as I've built up this different systems, I'm starting to understand more the complexity of breath work and how at first I saw it as one thing and then it transitioned. And now I see it as a whole connection to meditation it's so integrated into like yoga it, it i'm doing it before i do this podcast it's 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 everywhere because we don't need to go like really hard on ourselves in breath work there's also very subtle very simple very kind ways to treat yourself in breath work there's it goes to both extremes so what is oh. happening like what is the foundation of the technique now i know there's several techniques such as the holotropic method, the Wim Hof technique and box breath, which we're going to talk about all three of those. Yeah. But what is the yeah. foundational concept? Like you control oh, your breathing and it, mm -hmm. what increases oxygen to your blood. Yeah. You're, you're really messing with the levels of CO2 and oxygen. And, and that's what starts triggering your body. And we're talking about alkalinity and, and, um, acidification of, of your bloodstream. What has happened to me is that I found that it's actually instinctual. It's in me to know how to do these things. And you actually can just kind of drive without looking half the time safely, you know, but it is, um, I've learned that it's in me already. So to find that balance of like classes and training over true instinct true this is i think i believe that this is this is thousands upon thousands of years old of practice and it's already in me so when i do it i'm connected to the source the big picture history i mean it's i'm coming home it's this is a lost and found technique to me 
so you've taught people and you've also mm -hmm. developed your own techniques. You've kind of fused different techniques, but how did it first start? Like when did you first oh. get exposed to breath work and then what did it do for you? Tell me that story. Yeah, the gateway was really amazing because I would have never ever like sought after breath work for um for anything that I was dealing with in my life. I didn't really know what that was, anything about it, but you know, we reach our lowest lows in life sometimes. And in this case, I was in the very low. I had been kicked out by my wife. It was I was going through a hard mental state. I was getting very challenged on this earth and I decided to go to Costa Rica volunteer at a commune kind of place and just find myself again, sobriety and things, and just get it back to home base and see if I could find something out of that. Well, there, there was breathwork workshops and stuff. And it was like my first experience. I didn't have any idea what we were doing and we were doing homeotropic breath. And I'm like, okay, whatever this is. And they see this down and we go through some sharing, some other one-on-one -on -one sharings, get our emotions going and then we lay on our mats and for 45 minutes you do this really quick profound just fast rapid breath and it it, it makes your throat dry it does all this thing you don't want to keep going but i watched people for 45 minutes screaming kicking crying going through i don't know what it takes you to some other realm that my wife at the time she had flown down because we were trying to make it work and she came down and did a workshop with me there and she said she was connecting with her dead father her father had passed away a while back and she was connecting with that i envisioned in that that i was teaching breath work back here in darrington washington and that's what i'm i'm doing it's wow. weird yeah. Okay. So that's where it all started. So you saw the yeah, future because you were having that experience, but how is the technique structured? Like you start to get into a meditative state and then you breathe in success. Yeah, well, in, in homeotropic breath, when you're doing that, it's pretty much just, you can start slow, you know, just, but pretty soon in five minutes, you're going to be, I don't know if you can hear that, but it's, very quick and it brings you into a state of almost forced hyperventilation uh -huh. but because you're doing it as long as if you're running a couple miles i mean you're talking 45 minutes in 20 minutes you have uncontrollable body motions you're kicking you're doing different things i was laughing a lot um uncontrollable laughter uncontrollable crying moving of the body parts was just nuts you're just squiggling like a worm it was beautiful so do you in feel the, like you left your trip. body it was a trip yes you were definitely on a voyage and i did not see that coming wow. I imagine it i really was blown away and when you came when i came out of it because it take that 15 minutes after it is like you you were in ecstasy you, you see your future you see you as you you see you're so clear it, you're so clear it's un. it's like you're unveiling yourself to to reality again and then you can feel it come back you can feel the lenses come back in and that's when i realized oh this is some seriously therapeutic stuff wow what is this wow. that was the start man and it just it was always in my mind but i actually didn't jump right into it and come back to you know seattle or washington or whatnot and come home and like i'm gonna do breathwork coach and I was excited about it because I had seen it. I've experienced it and it blew me away. 
as a as a Grateful Dead touring kind of person back in the old days, I've seen it all, you know. Right. And this was like on my own supply, bro. <laughs> okay, so how about this? How would it compare to the psychedelic drugs that you've tried? Like, what would if you were to relate it to one? Like, is it more like LSD or DMT? What do you think? Wow, it's got a hint of the DMT kind of feel. Um, I successfully recovered my soul using 5-MeO DMT which I didn't know what that was, but it does bring that thought of that experience back to me when I do breath work. It, it completely, it's, it really hones you into the core of like what, what you are, who you are. Like it's, it's wild. It's a wild ride. And I, I taught it to people and they don't believe it. And really sometimes they don't get anything out of it like because they're not committed to it. There's a real dedication to one's soul in it. There's a, you have to want it. And it's like, honestly, as somebody that does it often, I have a really hard time sometimes starting up to get going. That's why I started introducing it to people that weren't used to it in a slow fashion for beginners. Like, okay. let's just show you what this is through the first round. There's different round techniques and stuff. So it's like, you know, showing people how to do it nice and calmly. And then they can increase at their own rate. They can learn. That's what breathwork is all about following the structure, but then learning to follow your intuition. And this is where meditation comes in. This is where the evolution of your the transformation starts happening. Because you have to be in touch with yourself deeply to listen to yourself breathing, to feel the emotions or the connectivity. I mean, I've taken a lot of time and diligence to understand it, but not through classes, not through anything, but doing it. Right. Anywhere I go, the woods, the desert, and I all, I literally, not the holotropic stuff because literally you need to have a sitter because you really? can, you can, yeah, you need a sitter. It's okay. not something you really <laughs> want to do alone. Um, you can have issues with, you know, hysteria. You get, you can be pretty shaken up by it. Also, you know, your heart is fragile. So if you have people of age, I wouldn't recommend it for people above, you know, 45 with heart conditions, like oh. make sure you're stable for it. Cause holy the a whole nother monster. This is a whole nother blessed breath. Wow. It's, so it's very, it's very physical. Do you feel Whereas, like people are hysterical because they're coming into like a higher consciousness for the first time, or does it just disconnect the body? Ooh. And then the body's consciousness is like shocked yeah. and then just kind of just like spazzes out. Everybody that I was with, 25, I mean, we're talking 75 different people over time that did holotropic felt as if they went somewhere else. They disconnected from the body and the mind, and that's why their body was free to shake it loose, shake it out. It's all about those energetic, those energetic explosive body motions, these uncontrollable neurological stimulus, to me, is signs of releasing inner trauma of childhood, releasing those hard things that hold in you, that stick in you, that that really are binding your your neurological circuit with really bad scar tissue from old traumas. So that's also was my thing. So I realized doing breath work, I was actually being my own counselor, just breathing. Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Obamacare, whatever. Just breathing <laughs> and I'm feeling better about myself. Well, check this out, Scott. I'm going to read this brief description of holotropic breathing and tell me what you think of this description. Okay, here we go. All right. Holotropic breathing, more often referred to as 
holotropic breath work is a practice that involves controlling and quickening breathing patterns to influence your mental, emotional, and physical states. It was derived from a spiritual framework, but it's also a trademarked activity, interesting, that has become increasingly popular among those seeking to explore a unique process of self-healing to attain a state of wholeness. This unconventional new age practice was developed by psychiatrists Stanislav and Christina Grov in the 1970s to achieve altered states of consciousness without using drugs as a potential therapeutic tool. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? That is uh, exactly what I've discovered over my last five years, six years of my life. Yes. So, wow. So it's, it's Stanislav Grof. He was one of the early psychedelic pioneers. And let me tell you people, I reached out to Stanislav Grof to get an interview, but he's in his nineties. So he's still here, but uh, I don't know if he's available for a podcast. So this is what we're talking about. This is really interesting. So they wanted to create that. How do you think they figured it out? What did they base it on? Do you feel like? Uh, it's probably like, um, you know, runner's high, things like that. Oxygen levels, the way the body responds to activity in the cardiovascular range and how that's affecting your mind and the stimulus, the things that happen. Because, you know, if you go running, after three miles, I'm so ecstatic. It's insane. It's, right. it's so beautiful, that place. So this is breath, this is oxygen, this is movement, right? This is what we live in the 3D world here. This is a really important factor is activity. So I think it has to do with activity. We're stimulating the body in ways that you don't get when you're watching TV. Yes, you know? exactly, which We're is almost a trance-like state. Oh, we can get deeper on that. <laughs> well, hey, listen to this, Scott. This is just a little bit more of that description. I want you to tell me what you think of this part. In right. many countries... Practitioners utilize this technique as a spiritual practice rather than a therapeutic one. In this way, some people participate to expand their awareness rather than to overcome or manage a mental health condition. Many proponents of holotropic breathing propose that this technique moves you forward to higher consciousness. In other mm -hmm. words, it may shift you into another state, which can be appealing to people who feel stuck and unable to advance using other means, oftentimes this feeling of awakening can happen through some form of catharsis. Mm -hmm. Pretty trippy. So it can really like crack you open. Like it, the deepest yeah. experience yeah. is really just breathing. This is why I compared it to my five MEO DMT experience, which I did for therapeutic applications, not a party thing at all. This was a very expensive thing that I did to try to get through my mental issues that I was having that medication and therapy wasn't working with. This didn't work. So I found when I found it in Costa Rica, I did find the I wasn't spiritual at all. And then I came across and the this retreat, and that retreat brought me in back to breath. So there was a hiatus from breath for five years, where like it wasn't there. I was still lost in my mind. The monkey mind was running. The lizard brain, whatever you want to call it, was there adamantly. And when I ended up going to uh, Mexico for this, um, I rediscovered breath work and yoga and all the great things in my life that I've been missing for so long and reconnected to breath, especially. 
and, and found it like connect, like completely connected me to that higher self out of body, but in body, complete spirit, whole soul thing. Oh, it's mind blowing. It's, it's absolutely yeah, mind blowing. From breath, from breathing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's, why it's, isn't this more popular? Because it seems like people <laughs> know about it and obviously there's no drugs required there's no equipment required it's really just being in a place and having somebody to kind of watch over you and also fulfill some form of shamanic role yes yes and there is um what i like to call is like meditative forced energy work so i'm uh when people would be doing like really intense ceremony type stuff i like to project my one light love energy doing breath work to conjure up the spirits of my forefathers and ancestors and get this energy flowing in me so that I can really have a power to keep extending that love forward to all the troubled souls that are here just going through the battle. It's like, this has transformed me. Wow. <laughs> and it's not, it's not just these quote unquote drugs or experiences that I had. It's always been in me just blocked by the trauma. Breathwork takes away the trauma, but it brings in spirituality because when trauma goes away, spirituality has got a wide open door to come into your life with the right integration. <laughs> Dude, it's uh, sick. It is so great, man. The light shines. Yeah, it sure does. And it's right there. It's very interesting. I feel like maybe we will uh, start something and activate people's awareness on holotropic breathwork and the other types of psychedelic breathing because yeah. it's not just about having a enhanced reality experience. It's about healing. It's about releasing trauma. Yeah. It's, it's really powerful. Before, it's, it's actually shadow work, but people don't realize it when they just hear about it, they would never really want to go and do it because they, people have a hard time believing in our society, in the Western world. Right. I mean, I didn't believe in any of this stuff. I wasn't a super hippie like, Oh, all that and burn your sage and stuff. But what I realized is being kind of square to all that, I allowed myself the opportunity. I gave myself gratitude to be here to accept the challenge of change and allow myself to adapt to a different state of mind, neuroplasticity. I didn't just accept that. I embraced it and I challenged it and I talked to myself in the mirror and knowing and con no, conveying to my higher self, it's all about connectivity. And yes. I find that in breath. I don't know. I don't know how I, it's, it's magic. Yes. I mean, you're not the only one. I mean, there's people yeah, all over the world that are teaching these, uh, breath work workshops yeah. like yourself and teaching people how to do this. I first heard about this yeah. about 20 years ago, but it's still even 20 years ago, it's still not as out in public consciousness, mm -hmm. even in the healing uh, community, you know, the natural healing community, you really don't see a lot of people doing this and it really should be out there more. Yeah, I actually went down to Mexico to volunteer at the place um, that I got treatment at. And it's a, you know, Iboga detox kind of place for mainly for opiates and stuff. But I went there for psych stuff. Other people go there for eating disorders and other things like that. But while I was down there, I was sober. I wasn't doing plant medicine. I just volunteered for six weeks to be of service because I'm of service of everyone. I mean, we're here together. Yes. So. I went down there to help out. And what I discovered was that I really liked teaching breath work to people and they didn't all get it. They didn't want to participate in things like that. And that's fine. I like any percent of effort to try something new. 
at least you're trying a little bit, you know. Sure. That's a good that's a good way to have things with when you're trying to have objective goals to get to rationality, whatever you want to call it, to be normal you. And that's like what I strive for is to keep me the number one. Therefore, everyone around me is number one, man. It's like we raise the vibrations of our brothers and sisters and it's total hippie stuff. And I don't know where it all came from. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> it's a very powerful thing. So then, yeah. okay. So then after you're discovering this, you then discovered other types of breath work, like the Wim Hof method. Tell me about this. Yeah, amazing, right? Uh, that was when, yeah, when things changed, there was a huge shift when I learned about him and his, you know, the Iceman and started watching his videos. And once I realized like his system. I didn't need to really watch him, but I love his voice and I love his passion. He has passion when, so I like watching his videos just for his voice. But after a while it became like, I'm doing it so much. I'm not carrying around my phone. It's like this electronic device. It's pulling me away from the whole thing sometimes. So it's like, I just like doing more. The Wim Hof to me opened the door of really incredible deep, Breaths, like really diaphragmic, just bringing it in the love, getting out the bad, just in and the, these inhale exhales and bring you to, you have to focus. It just brings you into this meditative state. And once you do, and th- these go in different rounds, right? So you're like one minute of breathing deep and then, you know, a minute of holding or a minute and a half. And then you go through these rounds. Sometimes I'm doing six, seven, eight, nine rounds. I go into a shamanic trance of some sorts. I've had found my wife's doing crystal singing bowls, all of those things next to me. And I don't even know. I start doing these like Native American type of chants that just come out of nowhere. I I go into some kind of trance. I don't even know. And it (laughs) it, it, is amazing. So that's the Wim Hof Hof stuff, right? Yeah, it's mind blowing. It's really great. And Oh, go ahead. No, I was just thinking that the Wim Hof technique is where I had my platform to really build off of in my own head. Like once you get it going and you practice this just a little bit, you start realizing like what feels good, what's feeling right, where your head is, what how your body's feeling. You get really in tune to you. And I was never much in tune to me. So it feels really cool to do a body scan and really know what that means. <laughs> well, for people that don't know, Wim Hof, also known as the Iceman, is a Dutch motivational speaker and extreme athlete noted for his ability to withstand uh, low temperatures. But it looks like he was able to be in sub-zero conditions by just regulating himself mentally and breathing. Yeah, he did Everest in like shorts and no shoes. Oh my God. There's a video out there and I, I didn't watch the whole video. I just two seconds of that. And I was like, when is that Wim Hof climbing Everest in shorts and no shoes? And look that one up. That's, that's uh, it's out there. And he defies his own immune system. He defies all of the logic principles because he's allowed himself to really to accept the abilities truly of his body. Wow. These things that are already there in all of us. They're just, you know how they always say we don't use all of our brain. These are the things that are waiting. Are you kidding me? But we're too stressed out. 
Yeah, I know. We're in this weird third dimensional matrix and it's takes a lot of our energy and it's the the energetic uh, mouse wheel. We're just spinning around in our own ways. But hopefully it's actually a spiraling mouse wheel and we're spiraling upward into some other positive thing, I think. There's serious culmination right now of energies. And I never used to believe in any of this, but I've been meeting some amazing people like yourself. And dudes that in, in dubious podcast, like forget about it. There's amazing people that I worked with in Mexico that I've met in everywhere I go, everywhere I'm meeting magical people or I'm meeting people that need help and I'm of service and I help the I help anybody that comes to me. Right. Like, and I don't feel it taken upon me because I just go and do some breath work, let it all out, and I smile. Have some salad. Everything's great, and I can be. <laughs> I can be dealing with anything. A fentanyl addict, uh, somebody that's alcoholic, that's suicidal. It, it, when you become of service because you find you're one of all of nature, it feels so good to be of service. Absolutely, it's, 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 a fun, it's an honor. We it's talk about honor. it constantly on the podcast. It's it's definitely <laughs> yeah. an honor. Yeah, preaching to preaching to the choir. <laughs> <laughs> but the, awesome. hey, we all love affirmations, though. Who doesn't love affirmations? So then, the box breath method. Tell me about that. So then, yeah, because I your was, method, ex, it kind of combines all three. Well, that's where I start to feel like your body tells you, "Oh, I'd like to do some holotropic for five minutes, and then slip back into Wim Hof, and then." At the end, I might want to exit with box breath, which is the, you know, inhaling for four, hold for four, exhale for four, inhale for four. And there's, you're holding at the top and the bottom for four counts. So you make this like four, four, four count. And that just, I just did it before we were on this podcast and it pulled my brain into complete center, into meditative state. And and I don't even know, like 10 breaths. And I was like, holy cow, that aligns my brain. And it's like, we need alignment in our brains. We need things to work properly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it it really does seem like this method that you've developed can really help people. So what do you call this method that combines these three different styles that you're out there teaching people? Well, honestly, I haven't never really given it a name. I mean, I, I explain it in the Wim Hof technique because some people know about that. I verbally will just explain what it is, but there isn't really a name for it because I I work with people and if they're really into it, I will, you know, we're going to work together to see where, how to explore you, how you'll explore yourself truly. Right. Like I like, uh, because it's hard because some people are beginners and they can, they can't do what we're doing. And then the experts are people that have done it a lot. They're just like, they already know it. They don't need somebody telling them, hold your breath. Okay. Breathe out. <laughs> like They're just doing their own thing. And that's what, where I'm at. It's, it's hard to kind of be able to listen to yourself and control yourself in that manner. If you're not used to doing that with your breathing. So trusting your intuition is good, but having that guide is, is probably the best for the beginners, right? Right. Because they can get too high. They, 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 they literally, like you said, they can get spasmodic and there's a lot. Oh yeah. Especially in the Holy Tropic and the square breath, it's, it's nothing but like really centering and just, it's so calming and centering. I like it. I like before yoga, just do that a little bit. And then, you know, that, time in yoga would be really good. And that leads you right into doing like eight session, eight rounds of Wim Hof. And by the time you're done, you thought you just cured all your freaking problems in life. 
It's so crazy. <laughs> like in an hour and a half, you're just like, what in the heck was this? Club Med didn't offer this. And it's like, yeah, this is the, the free service that I'm offering to a lot of my friends or people, anybody that's interested, because we have to get it out there to the people that have no idea. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like it will help humanity. It's a healing modality. Like these mm-hmm. healing modalities that are out there, they have different functions. They have different methods and formulas, but they kind of do the same thing to me. This seems mm-hmm. like the most natural, like there's absolutely nothing more natural than breathing and there's no <laughs> substance required, whether it's natural plant medicine or anything natural or mm-hmm. pharmaceutical. It, it's just, there's no matter involved. No, that's that. That's what's so pure about it. It's, it's complete purity in itself because all you're doing is what you do all the time. So when we're in traffic and it's going nowhere, most people turn on the music. I'll like turn down the music and just kind of breathe into the, the sound around me, try to imagine the ocean. And I'll just kind of close my eyes a little bit, take a couple of breaths, hold it in, like enjoy breathing for a minute, not try to distract myself always, get into that meditative zone, but being a safe driver, you know, but our practice of self-help is everywhere abundantly in front of us at all times. We only allow that to break through the shield when we're ready for it. So it's always there for you. (laughs) You just have to open the door and it's right there for you. Wow. Yes, exactly. And that's how you tap in. It's really the intention, but it seems the intention. yeah, Yeah. It just seems very strange that it's hardwired into the human experience to do something like this. I, I, I truly believe it's just because it's so lost and found. It's so gone that, that it took so many years. I mean, I think all of the great things have been lost in time through word of mouth loss, you know, in history and time. And like, right. just coming back to time of like the right stuff's coming through, like it's getting back. Yeah. So essentially it was like a lost knowledge you feel like. And then somehow Completely. through inspiration and intuition, we just kind of like rechanneled it like some sort of oh, orphic yeah. resonance or something like we rechanneled it into now. Yeah. In the Western world, you know, we're obsessed with healing a lot, you know, we're really into healing and healing modalities and all this healing stuff. So that's going to push the, push, push the level a little bit for people to be looking for alternative things that might've been studied in the, the Philippines in some book they read in anthropology class. You know, I mean, people are searching for, for, and, and after, you know, COVID and all this, definitely people need breath work. They need meditation. They also need excitement of fun of true love and unconditional love for self. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think about like, like young kids doing this? Like, like with a Uh guide, of course, like someone between the ages of 10 and 15 or even younger, or do you feel like that's safe? Well, I find that a lot of kids, especially, I mean, it's hard to wrangle them. You know, and some of the younger kids that I've met that were like 10, 12, that were more connected to being in like the healing world. So it was normal for them to do yoga and things. And they're 10 years old, making me look like, you know, I'm straight out of the (laughs) the stone, you know, and you're just like, man, these kids are on it. So like typically kids don't really believe in breath work. And that's what I find is there's a lot of children that are hidden in the adults. And that's why they don't even look at breath work either because they don't believe that something can help them like that. And kids, they're just like, what you want me to breathe like that? Okay. And they do it, but then they play games with it. They're not 
breathwork is actually, I don't want to be too serious, but it is kind of serious. No, I mean, it is serious. It's, it's a religious, almost religious practice. It's a serious thing that you have to not serious and like hard on yourself, but like, serious like i really need this this is going to be fun because you have to power in to start it's really like there's something in your brain that says i don't want to do this even though i've done it hundreds of times my brain still says okay scott let's do this and i'm just like no i'm like yes come on let's do this and that's why i start slow because <laughs> I, it's like boiling a frog in the pot man you got to start out the pot slow and they never know the heat's going to high right so you, essentially you, you have to really get yourself but it's you're saying it's hyper intentional yeah yeah it's like so you have to every aspect of it you have to control your brain you're really like having an internal struggle and then you've got to push yourself through it so the whole yeah just for this just for this first like yeah and then funny is that after the first round the first minute in the first like one minute breath hold my brain goes click and it's just like i love this and then all of a sudden i don't want to stop for an hour it's it's, <laughs> it's really it's wild it's definitely you're messing with with the true nature of your being yes of and your biochemistry you, mm-hmm. and it's all about how it brings me to presence brings me to enjoying time with my family you know it, it brings things to the real the real deal so no matter what do you think about taking psychedelics and doing breath work have you done that um I mean, I, I definitely have not ever done that except for <laughs> this, this last weekend. And ah, I was at a, okay. yeah. And, um, honestly, I don't really do psychedelics ton or anything. I'm just like, I'm kind of done everything and, and I've moved on, Sure. but all the doors are open and look at me now I'm shining and I don't need anything. Right. Yeah. So, it's a frequency shift for sure. Yeah. And at this, at this music festival, we did a, a sound bath and lovely sound bath. Everybody was just digging it, but we, um, there was something with, the experience before the sound bath doing some meditation and breath work to get myself to not be scared. And then after I was like, Oh, you know, I'm just have one little tap or two, whatever. I got deserve it. I did so good on to not be scared and to sing on stage and chant and find my higher self on stage. And I never do that. I was really proud of myself. So it's like, I get to read, you know, a nice sunny day. And so I took two caps and it was amazing. It was, I did, I just instinctively started doing breath work right in the middle of the front stage, just on a mat. I'm just laying there in the sun. All of a sudden I go breath work. And I, that lasted the whole set, like an hour and a half. I was wow. just. So long, two, two mushroom long. caps you're talking about. Yeah. Just normal cubenzies, just wow. simple, a simple, nothing out of the world. Like you're not having some crazy experience at all. No, it wasn't, you know, it was, but with the breath work, it um my god you not are speaking to yourself in any manner like that really you're just really connecting to being calm it's all comes back to being calm right this is about not taking life so heavy nothing serious going on here that's what it's bringing that's what the mushrooms and the breath were brought on a very like more amplified but you can get it with just breath the same thing that's what i realized and my wife looked at me and she's just like, you know, we don't need any of that to get to there. And I was like, I know, because I've done it. I've, I've done it. Once the proof's in the pudding, I realized we can always put more whip topping. You can always put more sprinkles. But sometimes you just want what's underneath all that. 
And really the core of that is your self-care, your self-love to give a shit enough about yourself so you give a shit about other people, pardon my language. No, you're fine. We can curse on this podcast. You're absolutely fine. So the thing is, is that that calmness that you were talking about, yeah, that clears the pathway, right? Because you're 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 stabilizing your energy, you're stabilizing your energy field and your own personal frequency. And that allows inspiration, higher energy, higher feelings, all that higher everything to come through. You're you're gonna eliminate the way that you deal with stress or the stress that you have is dealt with in a different manner. So therefore your life is not as stressful. So you don't have as much cortisol and all this negative stuff that's pumping out of your brain. Therefore your body doesn't hurt. So you can do more activities. You can be thinking clearer, boom, yoga, breath work, it all comes together. Forget it. It's a Christian, it's symphony. Of, yeah. Well, okay. Well, how about this? Tell me about, <laughs> your highest that you could kind of retain because in a lot mm -hmm. of these psychedelic experiences, whether it's with classical psychedelics or what Scott is mm -hmm. talking about, it's hard to retain the data. Like you get to go there and you can experience yeah. in it and you remember it, but trying to translate that and then bring it into the third dimension, it's very, very hard sometimes. But mm -hmm. if you can tell mm -hmm. me about your highest experience with breath work, where you went, if you interacted with things, all of that. Oh, it was, uh, oh God, there's been a couple of doozies, but I think by <laughs> far, um, by far, oh man. I mean, I think it was the, the, when I truly was not present, like I lost track of time and that's when I was, I, I went to another world. Uh, time was not there. I wasn't in, I was inside my mind. I wasn't like ayahuasca or some LSD having some big trip going somewhere deep in the mind, deep in the, just the true soul of yourself. And that's when the, the, this chanting came out in my breath work. So I'm doing, but then it's like, hey, I mean, dude, I don't know where the hell that came from. But that went on for like 15 minutes and I don't know where that came from. It's all certain. So my, my kind of more shamanic friends and things that do some pretty deep work, they, they say that this is more connecting to the true inner, like this is the ancestry coming like out. The, this, the true human core frequency. Yeah. yeah. Like you're supposed to sing, you're supposed to chant. These things are happening like cats purring. Like we're supposed to create vibrations in our chest and create this thing. And this heals you just like with cats. It's the same thing with the purring. So we are just cats. We just need to purr more. We just need to sing, <laughs> show ourselves more. <laughs> what about any other big ones? You said you had a couple doozies. Tell me about the other one. Well, yeah. Um, I sit in, I like to sit in with people um, and do what I call, I like, well, I perceive life very different than a lot of people I imagine. And so I sincerely have felt the connection to higher self and the, like the light, the oneness. So within that comprehension that, that I could get out of this experience I had, that wasn't visual, it was totally internal in my chest, really it felt all in my chest. I learned that I'm here to heal. It set a path for me. It's like open these doors. 
um, when I was sitting in with my friend, he was uh, doing some DMT and I do one-on-one therapies. I'm not doing anything. I'm just doing breath work and channeling to higher self, connecting into the light and, and trying to correspond with the, the friend or the client's higher self to ask them for a little bit of forgiveness and ability for them to actually thrive here and have a have a chance have a chance to get through their drug addictions have a chance to get through their their childhood traumas try to reach them on a higher level and i truly believe that that's i need breath work for that so you're saying you work with someone that he's administering dmt they're on a trip and you're doing the breath work to try to connect with the yeah. spirit of the person exactly in a shamanic yeah, way actually, to, 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 to assist the other medicine practitioner. Exactly. Exactly. And I've sat in on dozens of those and I, I, I freaking love it. I mean, I love it. It is like the thing, like if any listeners, you know, in Washington, man, I'll just come and do my thing. Cause it's, it's what I really like doing. Um, I, I, I know I'm making a difference in the change because when I'm talking to the people after and we, a week after, um, they're, they feel really connected to me and I'm, all I'm doing is sitting in the back, casting love, light energy, projecting to the higher self, getting to the core of the oneness, and then really trying to affect the marionette that they are here in the third dimension here in 3d land. I'm trying to connect to their higher self and the inner child that's running their addiction. Really. It's all about the inner child that's running the addiction or the affliction that they cause harm on themselves it's kind of the long way I'm going up over and then back down, but I've seen results. So I'm like, I just keep doing it <laughs> and I'm, I'm, it's just forever. I mean, I'm just, this is my one of my many callings. It's just, it feels too good to be true when I'm doing it. Well, I mean, you're definitely doing good work. It seems like yeah. in those situations, like you're stabilizing the energy field with like pure <laughs> love and light. Like, so if they're expanding yeah. their consciousness, they're going into the, astral plane with dmt the true 5d or even more 7d <laughs> you know who knows it's definitely a yeah. higher frequency experience it might be mm -hmm. shocking it might be you know a little disorienting for a, a new person especially if they're using it to try to deal with trauma but you're there stabilizing and kind of anchoring the love and light in the corner just by doing breath work oh my god yeah yeah and there's um i mean it gets a lot deeper actually because i'm not a religious <laughs> faith-based person but when I discovered this thing that was calling me to do this energy work, this, I didn't find that by watching YouTube, nothing. And I wasn't like out of my mind on some psychedelic. I was right in the perfect alignment with what was resonating with me. And literally I connected fully to the, just no filter me and the true self without the filters of society on me said, you know, you got to do exactly what you feel all the time you have to do exactly stop worrying what they think and once that happened i realized oh god this is what i'm supposed to be doing all of a sudden this breath work and this love light casting and this connecting to higher self and trying to affect the merry net world through balancing energy fields and chakras and sound healing i mean dude art therapy my god what are i doing or trying to help others discover to help themselves because breath work is free once you get together with somebody and you connect with someone like me in your neighborhood, man, you don't need to go back a hundred times. One or two classes, you, you're cool. It's good to work with a person. I found it's awesome with a person. 
over a video. It's it's a total different experience because there's that true energy field exchange. We're in this, you know, we're in that. And it's very deep. So the people there are serious. They're very, they want to be there. You know, that's important. <laughs> right. And you're saying you do do it though with Zoom uh, or over the internet or you have in the past. It seems like people would do and, that. Yeah. You can. It, it seems kind of so... Sometimes it's so breath work can be really personal. People, you yeah. can have really emotional times and Zoom just doesn't really, Zoom counsel, Zoom friend talks, it's really hard to get it, the full picture. You want to be there to like give them a hug or, you know, pat them on the back or like, you know, have them tell you all about <laughs> it, you know, and like really be there and feel them. I, I think one-on-one contact is always the best, you know. Oh, absolutely. No, this is really cool. I mean, I didn't really know a lot about this, but I know I didn't know Stanislav Grof invented it. I didn't realize they developed this or really just, again, like we said, tapped into something that was already there, just re-manifested it in a way. It's really powerful stuff. Yeah, beautiful experiences. (laughs) So just to talk about this, have you ever had anybody have a really freak out experience not like oh, a bad yeah. trip but like where you're just they're no. just like scared shitless oh yeah yeah just um yeah it does happen holyotropic that's that's where the deep work gets done and people kind of find themselves in very deep dark places because your mind goes where it needs to go to do the work <laughs> so if you're missing yeah. your dad you might go in your brain and go visit your dad if you're feeling a lot of trauma based around something else you know it might take you there like plant medicine will do you know this is very similar we are the plant therefore we are the medicine whoa whoa we're yeah. the plant and the medicine wow i know <laughs> that was huge we're a huge chemical chemical like chemistry set up here and I'm just tired of putting chemicals in my shit, trying to like adjust my aura and my chakras and get myself ready to go dance because it's an electronic show. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, dude, just do a couple of jumping jacks, jumping down and say, thank God I'm here in the sandbox to play with all my family. I'm like, dude, we're in the sandbox. We're having a good time, aren't we? Like, this is what I'm trying to convey to folks is like, we're just here to have a good time, man. You got to stop making it hard on everybody. Yeah, you we know? have this at our disposal to use to heal yeah. and also just expand. Yeah, offer this up, learn it, and offer it up at the park down the street for friends and Facebook, make little groups. That's what I do. It's like just try to create and get people turned on. Just like in the 60s, you know, everybody's getting turned on and all that. Well, this is we're coming back, but in a different way, you know. We're this yes. is really a revolution that is happening. So, oh yes, we're definitely stepping into a new earth. It's a new experience, but it is strange mm-hmm. that on this planet earth, that we have these beings, these humans that have figured out how to synthesize these compounds that can activate biochemistry to give them an altered reality experience. Like these drugs, yeah. these psychedelic drugs. It, yeah. It's really weird. If you, if you kind of wrap your head around it, it's like very, very strange. Yeah. You know, I wonder what the aliens think about that. Do, do <laughs> aliens have plant medicines? Oh my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I always wondered that kind of like if they're advanced beings, what is their opinion of the creator? Oh, I think that Jesus shows up all over and other ascended masters show up all over the universe in various forms. It's a frequency. It's an energy. Yeah. It's just a 
constant. It, it doesn't have to have a name. It can just <laughs> yeah. show up in that same way. The Christ consciousness, what we call Buddha mm-hmm. nature, Krishna consciousness. Yes. All over the universe, my friend. Yeah. That's a beautiful vision. I like that. I'll it's, stick with that one. It's mind blowing. I mean, because it's, that energy is the interface point between source and conscious being. So that's like yeah. our bridge. And, and that happens for every kind of conscious being. They have that bridge to source. Source is mm-hmm. a very powerful thing. People feel like we should be able to just instantly connect with source. And we can, if as a spiritual being, you try to really truly an- interact with the complete complexity of source, if you could even comprehend that it would just overwhelm you we're just it's a lot of lot of energy so there's these intermediary energies these buddhas these jesuses these whatever all throughout the universe it's it's a, it's a consciousness yeah i actually i i set kind of uh, a platform that i that the way that i relate to all of this is like knowing things that are way beyond my comprehension knowing that they exist feeling those things and knowing they exist doesn't mean I need to chase discovering what they are or trying to figure it out. I'm not here to figure it out. I'm here to help people. So it's like I got these quote unquote downloads, these these really reanimations of my DNA or whatnot that are allowing me to have these perceptions and intuitions and all these things that are happening to me. Really, it's just it is all about allowing yourself to be the pure you in all of this. And yeah, it, it's the modalities of breath work is is no different really than when I get into like a sound bath. It's no different than when I get deep into yoga. No different than when you get deep into prayer. All of these things are centering devices to bring you closer to source, closer to the center point. So closer to that focus point so that you can allow yourself to thrive. But we kind of confuse them, I think, at times for like a exercise, daily practice, yoga, but obviously it's not just exercise in there, not just stretching, right? There's a spirituality is engaging us at all levels. That's a beautiful thing. Too. Okay. So then you will be teaching people because you have a website, soulquest.net. And that's a place where you, where people can go if they want to learn more about this from you directly. And if they live in Washington, they happen to live in the state of Washington, in the state of Washington, in the USA, I don't know if there's other states of Washington around the world. <laughs> if you happen to live in the state of Washington, you can reach out to Scott and he'll teach you this free of charge because I have a feeling he knows the energy will come right back in a reciprocal way. A hundred percent, man. It's already coming back big time. I'm talking to you. Yes. And yeah. you've helped so many people. Oh yeah. No. And it's it really, it's just to be of service for the rest of my life to be, full myself full so i can allow others to be as full as they can be and the responsibility is on each other to support each other but it's never on each other to make the other full it's their job to make themselves full they learn it they earn it they deserve it they fight for it however it works but it's on us to take care of us so we can help others take care of themselves not i'm not not a teacher that i'm going to try to put a bunch of stuff in your head. I'm going to let you know that you already know it all. You just need to realize it. There's a, there's a, when it clicks, it clicks, man. The light comes back on there. Like, Holy cow. 
yeah, this is making sense. And we have other people up on our property and stuff that work with energy and work with like good counseling type of folks and people. And we're starting a nonprofit group, Free Boga, and, you know, other things that I know have helped uh, thousands of people with opiate addictions and stuff like that. And, you know, if you have friends that have opiate addictions that are really ready for to get out of that mess, definitely contact me. I deal with people constantly. They find me on my own and just come to me. So it's like, I'm definitely of service to the, to anybody. So you're just yeah. a pathway to Iboga as well, you're saying? Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. It's the uh, most magic plan on, on the planet, I believe. Yeah. So essentially people can reach out to you and you are going to be making an appearance at a music festival re-evolution in Darrington, Washington, August uh, 4th through 6th. You're going to be doing a workshop there. Yeah, that is going to be an awesome time. Yeah, yeah. so if you're in the Washington area, check yeah. out that festival and go there and check out this workshop. This has been an amazing conversation, Scott. I really feel like we helped people understand the power of breath work, and we really helped people understand where they can go with their whole, with the way they're built, like their natural selves. They can activate their natural selves and tap into these frequent, these healing modalities that are built into them. Yeah, exactly, man. Oh, and I never knew they existed up until about a year ago. It really took off. And that's when I realized that it's all right in front of me the whole time. I was just too blind by irritability, stress management, all that. Take care of the kids and all, you know. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you though. But tell me, Scott, is there anything else you'd like to leave people with a final message to people around the world before we go? Oh no, just, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, just please take care of yourselves and take care of your family members and, you know, take care of your community, take responsibility in a, in a loving manner to be unconditional love to self. So therefore that will resonate out to others so we can stop being hateful and really get to, to get to higher, higher vibrational society. Yes. It's right here. It's right here. We can get to that new earth and also take the deep drop, take the deep dive into holotropic breath work, right? Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Well, thank yeah. you, Scott. You've been an amazing guest. Please hold through the outro music. All right. And everyone, incredible episode. Our conversation with Scott was amazing. Check out Holotropic Breathwork. Check out soulquest.net. We will see you next week. Midnight on Earth. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my up 
upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone. Are you still here? Welcome to the afterthought. It's been a very long time since I've recorded one of these. Essentially, when an interview is very short due to the time constraints and the availability of the guest I am interviewing. Sometimes these interviews are valuable and worthwhile, but shorter than the average episode. And in this case, I think this is the shortest interview I've ever done. But it was really good. I loved what Scott was teaching us. So this is the afterthoughts. This is where I talk to you for a second. I just want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. You have shared so many fantastic times with me virtually through the time stream, but energetically we connected. When you are listening to me interview another person or when Bryn and I are listening to a fantastic lecture, that energy exchange, it's real. I feel you guys. I hope you feel me. Loving this music. I've done a few afterthoughts, if you're a long-time listener. We've grown so much, not just together spiritually, though we definitely have done that. The podcast has grown. Every day, there's new listeners. Every single day. People from around the world. This beautiful planet, Earth. It consistently grows. When I look at the numbers, when I look at the countries, 170 countries now. Yeah. 
So many people tuning in every week from around the world. Thank you. I feel you. I love you. Thank you. We have a choice, people. We can choose to manifest the new earth or not. It's a personal choice. It's your new earth. I choose the new earth. I choose love. I choose you. Thank you for choosing me. This is the afterthought. Dreamlike dimension, a place that exists in the space between episodes. There's a lot of room here, it's infinite, infinite potential infinite possibility. I'd like to say a blessing to my fellow humans, all, all of you, I love you. For those making choices that result in creation of negative energy, please stop. We don't want that anymore. We've learned everything we need to know from those energies. We're going to release that now. Collectively. There's infinite love, but we just can't make those choices anymore. We can only make choices that manifest love and consciousness. We 
wish to live together and love each other. We call out to the high frequency beings existing on multiple worlds in multiple dimensions. Assist us in raising our vibration in raising our frequency. Help us match the higher frequencies of love that we have been tuned out of, that we have lost touch with. Help us reconnect with that. And we love you for it. Thank you. It's an incredible universe out there, people. And if you're still listening to this afterthought, then you are actually a really big fan of this show. You love me and you love all the things that we've learned and Bryn Anderson of Vinyl Force Herbs. So much love. Thank you for loving me and loving us. Let's love together. This now concludes the afterthought. Thank you for traveling this space with me. The space between episodes. 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 like a dream. It's been years since we've recorded an afterthought. If you're a fan of this show, you know it's a rare and 
special thing. Thank you, my blessed light being family. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.